testing for brain surgery is right around the corner, along with the long-term sleep study that will have him stuck in a hospital with wires stuck to his head. And now, Seizure Sound with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Mike B-Side. Watch out for your, your neighbors and loved ones and, and don't let any one man gain too much authority in these times of trouble because times of trouble people are more than willing to give away their um liberties and freedoms uh in exchange for a sense of security so that's that's what i worry about right now more than anything else um i'll be dead honest and and it's just because it's it's always that way history has always shown us the times of crisis or when when um people of ill ill means will try and get their way into power or at least try and exert what power they may have. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. 100%. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. No, that's a little bit of a tangent. Um, no, but I mean, it's a valid point, you know, I mean like, you know, that's my biggest fear is, you know, like I said earlier, it's like, you know, it's like people have given up a lot of their basic freedoms for this health crisis. Mm-hmm. And I get that. I think there's some concessions that we need to be willing to make, but at a certain point, I also think we need to draw a line in the sand and be like, no, you know? And like my part thing is like with the, you know, with the, uh, with the, with the lockdowns in California and New York is they're going to find people for violating that. And to me, it's like, if you want to, if you find people violating that, shut them down. But should they be fined when they're just trying to make a living? You know, mm-hmm. and that's where it comes down to how do you define the Constitution? First Amendment, freedom to assemble. Where do you draw that line? But if you open that dialogue, where do you draw that line? Then you also open up the dialogue of every other amendment of whatever is questionable about it, mm-hmm. which maybe isn't a bad thing necessarily. You know, there's probably some that could be fixed. They're called amendments, they're meant to be amended. Maybe it's not a bad idea to look at some of that. But there is a very real concern I have personally where it's like, at what point do I draw the line of what I'm okay with what's being done? And that's a question I have to answer for myself. And that's a question other people have to answer themselves. I think that's a question that should probably be in people's minds at the moment. I mean, I don't want to be too alarmist there, but uh, at some point you do got to kind of draw a line on, on what am I willing to give, give up that's, that, you know, is constitutionally our quote unquote natural born rights, you know? Um, so yeah, this is, this is a time, times of crisis like this, this is a time where you just got to be diligent and you got to be diligent, not only for yourself, but for everybody else. You gotta, you, you gotta, it, it's not only the, the physical side of things like you were talking about, Joe. Um, but I think it's also the, the liberties and freedoms of everybody around you, you know? Um, I definitely don't want to exalt or preserve my rights at the expense of other people's. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to put anybody else in danger of getting sick either, but at a certain point it's like, I, like if I get told, like, I feel like if you're told for 15 days, you can't leave your house. I have a serious personal issue with that. Mm-hmm. You know, a hundred percent. Like, I think that's a huge violation of my freedom. That, you know, like that, you know, and like, regardless of like, I'm not going to say I never joined the Marines because I was a patriot. That was never my motivation. But through the Marines, I developed a love 
for this country. You know, I really did. And I, and there's a lot of pride I have in that, you know, I will always be a Marine. Nobody can take that from me, regardless of the fact that I, the Marines was not a good choice for me, at least personally, it just wasn't where I was meant to be, but I still take a lot of pride in that. Yeah. And I take a lot of honor in that, you know, and I feel like I fucking earned that. Like I earned that title. Nothing will ever change that hundred percent. And the things that I did, they proved that. And so, but at a certain point, it's like, even personally, I have to be able to be like, that's not okay. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that feel like I'm, a, I, I feel like there's a lot more people agreeing with me than there are. Maybe just right now, because it's a health crisis, I don't hear about it as much, you know, uh-huh. like, or maybe I'm just taking it too far, but it's, it's, it's a real thing. You know, it's like, it's like, that's my pride and that's my honor. And like, so it's like, like I said, that's a question for everybody to answer. Where is that line? Where do you draw when the government says you can't do this? When do you accept that has gone from a choice where we are a democracy and we get to choose to, if you don't fucking do this, you're going to get fined, you know, and like nobody's going to jail or anything like that. So, but if it gets to that point, where do I draw the line on? Is that a violation of my rights as an American, as a human, not even as an American, just as a human, you shouldn't be punished for being out in public, regardless if there's a fucking health crisis. Yeah. You know, that's your choice, your right to assemble. People have agreed on that 200 years ago. And if it's amendments are meant to be changed, why hasn't it changed? And now all of a sudden it's not being changed, but people are just agreeing to give up a lot of their freedom. And so I don't know. That's where I think I'm most conflicted right now. It's like, I feel like I want everybody to be healthy. I want to do the right things and I'm doing my own part to social distancing. But it's like, where do I really say enough's enough mm-hmm. as far as like telling me what I can and can't do? Yeah. Yeah. I, I gotta, I gotta be honest. I mean, right now, given, given what I've been going through, um, I can't really go out that much and assembling more than 10 people is a little overwhelming for my head right now. Um, right. so I, I really, but I, I totally agree with what you're, what you're talking about here. Um, I get what they're doing in, in the immediate. They're definitely trying to, to stem off this, this crazy train that's going on right now uh, where I will be concerned, where, where I would start to get concerned is if this continues for an extended period of time, you, you ask me that question again in a month and it'll be like, okay, there, there's definitely a line being drawn if it hasn't been addressed by some kind of public vote that also has to come into play. Right. Yeah. So, um, I'm on, I, I agree with you there. I mean, I, I, I definitely think we need this right now as far as a matter of, of stemming the tide. Um, but we can't let this be anything more than that right now. And what they're doing in California and New York is board. I personally think is borderline unconstitutional. A hundred percent. That's like, well, you have a shutdown, a lockdown when you say you can't leave your home for X amount of days. I'm sorry. That to me, maybe it's not, maybe because it wasn't declared martial law, but to me, that is the definition of martial law. And for me, that's a big no, no. And the fact more people, maybe I'm just not hearing it, but I feel like for me, like I'm very concerned with that, you know? And that's why when, you know, the governor of Colorado came on today to do his live press conference, I made sure to watch every minute of that because I was like, I want to know what the fuck is going on. 
you know, and so, and you know, besides a press conference, like, you know, obviously none of that was declared here or anything. And like, I, I respect that. I really hope it doesn't get to a point where, and there's, and I was reading the comments because it was on Facebook live. So I'm reading the comments as people are going and they're saying, shut down now. I'm like, how, what, why the fuck would you say that? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't want to be forced to shut down. I think yeah. him asking people to politely respect the social distancing and respect the new guidelines of, you know, if you try to limit your exposure in the public, that's literally all this press conference was. He's like, Hey, look, like we're not locking you down. He did say they're going to reduce the critical workforce to 50% if they can, but he's not locking it down because he wants people to try to respectfully, naturally socially distance themselves, social spacing, all these new buzzwords that are our best friends. And I respected that. I was like, you know what? We're not going on lockdown. It's not being mandated. It's being asked. And if it's asked and if people comply a little bit, I'm okay with it because it's a question and I'm choosing to do my part with California and New York. They came out and said, this is what it is. I don't fuck with that. And I know maybe I'm like nitpicking here, but I feel like it's a very important distinction between Cuomo, you know, governor of New York and Polis governor of Colorado. I think that is a, big difference yeah. you know in regards if you agree with polis or not politically i respect what he did today he didn't come out in order it to be locked down he said hey if you guys do this we don't have to essentially is what he was saying and so it's like you know what i can fuck with that and so that's you know that's the hopeful part you know uh, you know and so it's like but it's just like you <clears> look at california new york i was like if they said a total lockdown that's when i might be like no, fuck that. That's bullshit. Like you are not going to tell me I can't leave my home for 15 days. Like, right. you know, like that's, right. I, I, yeah, I will not do that. Well, and I liked how Polis put it too. He was like, some people have asked about the shutdown and, and mandated and fines and no, we are not going to instill fines because honestly speaking, you know, you go out and you, you kind of break those, those unspoken rules of, of social distancing right now you don't have to worry about us. You have to worry about the grim reaper. You exactly. Know? Exactly. Yeah. And that's exactly. It. It's like, if you just follow the rules, you know, like, and like, that's the thing is like, everybody's like, Oh, it's like, yeah, like every, the, all these new fucking terms flatten the curve and shit. Like, you know, we want to flatten the curve and I get that. But it's like, if you flatten the curve, the virus is still here. All we're doing is giving the healthcare system a chance to not get overwhelmed, which is better for all of us. Right. You know, and so, and that's why I was like, that's one reason I kind of like what he was saying today is I was, I was like, you know what? Like all he's saying is like, you know what? We're asking you to do the right things. You know, we're asking you to socially distance yourself. We're asking you to do this. And I think that's one reason I was so pissed off about Senator Rand Paul having coronavirus. Cause like you're asking your constituents to do that. Yet our leadership is not, they yeah. failed. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I don't care how you want to spin it. That was a failure. It's the fact that like, you're telling people to socially distance themselves and yet the Senate gym is still open for people to go to and co-mingle while you're waiting on a fucking test result. And, it's, and I think that's why it's like, I was, you know, I, I'm choosing to socially distance myself. I could be out and about doing whatever. Cause I can, I still have that right. Yeah. But I'm choosing to stay home. Even though I just got all this free time, I'm choosing to limit my public exposure. 
You know, I'm, I have hand sanitizer. I've always had hand sanitizer with me, but now I use it more than I usually do. And it's just, and so it's like, I'm doing these things. You're asking me to do those fucking things. Yet you're not doing those fucking things. I don't know. I don't lie. That shit pissed. I'm pissed about that. That pisses me off so fucking much. Double standard, man. Total mm-hmm. double standard. Yep. Going to be interesting, man. We're going to see what, see what happens next. I'm steeled for this. I'm ready, man. I got instruments You're good. tuned up. You got your setup all going. No, like, yeah. like at the end of the day, I know I'll be all right with everything that happens. So, yeah. But so I know it'll. I know everything will be okay. So I've been in force training for Hermitage for the past fucking god knows. So there's going to be an end to it, and who knows, man? It might be a chance to uh, might be a chance to make a few changes. I think it's a chance for people to make changes to refocus on, you know, what's, what's really important in their lives. But it's, it's honestly kind of reminded me is like, you know what? I have been chasing this dream of a food truck, but I have also sacrificed a lot of my socialization. You know, I've, I have chosen, you know, cause I had to, I was like, you know what? I'm going to work. I'm going to make this happen. And I sacrificed some of that. And like, you know what? And like, I'm okay with it. And I have that right to be selfish and choose how I use my time. But it's it's also the same time. It's like I don't. I feel kind of like a dick now, a little bit. You know, it's like I, I kind of I ignored some of my friends, and they were just trying to hang out with me. They want me to be in their lives, and I'm and I'm focused on me. And yeah. I have that right. But it's also kind of reminding me, like you know what, like maybe if this all does end and I go back to working, maybe instead of working four jobs, I can do it in two. And I remind myself that, like, even if it takes a bit longer. The people that are next to you are just as important as the goal you're working on. You know, parents have let me move back in with them and stay here while I try to get this stuff. So I'm saving a ton on rent. You know, and I appreciate that so much. Like, you know, I don't know if they really know how much I do because like it's helped me out save hundreds, save thousands of dollars. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, and like, and like, you know, and so, and so it's like, you know, I have to be appreciative of that. And I think like I need to make more time. So it's been a nice reminder for me to make time for, you know, like it's good to want to do well financially and to chase a dream. But, you know, like I said, it's like, I don't want to just do it. And then also, what if I did that and I had nobody to celebrate it with? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would suck. Like I would just, I'd be like, why? I'd be alone. That'd be you no know? fun. You don't no, want that. No. You don't want that. Thanks for letting me kind of rant my fucking no, petty bullshit out. But <laughs> well, it's like I said, man, you pretty much you pretty much said what a good huge chunk of our friends are thinking. And I mean, when when I heard you talking, it was just like that's exact. That's it. That's that's what happened to me last June. You're right, and I I underplayed it big time because because everyone's in shit right now and I don't need to play the pity party, but you're right. You guys got, there's a really good chance you guys are going to be able to get this shit back. And then some um, new opportunities might show themselves up where certain doors close. Um, this just put off the inevitable for me. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I still don't know if I'll be able to go back and do the things I, I used to be able to do. I still don't know what the fuck's going to happen if the surgery is going to work. There's still every question mark in the world right now. But, but 
there's a huge paradigm shift going on right now. And it's, it's like, I don't know, personally, I wouldn't be surprised at all if there was some kind of like global cabal trying to consolidate fucking power using a pandemic in order to fucking call the population, freak the rest of the population out into submission and then fucking consolidate power. Sure. Why not? I could see that happening. Um, mm-hmm. But I also know that, that human beings are pretty fucking resilient and feisty and tough and yeah, a lot of truths are going to be coming out here in the next decade. I think so for sure. I think, you know, I think this might be what unravels a lot of things. You know, I think there's a lot, I think everybody has a deep seated, uh, questionability and judgment of their own government, regardless of where they are. At least yeah. here, everybody's like, you know, oh, it's like, and I think this is going to be one of those things Every where healthy American should. Exactly. It pulls people together in a way where we're now going to care about everything else. Yeah. You know, and like, you know, and like, you know, like they're doing a census this year and I think that's important. I know a lot of people think it's dumb, but I was like, this is how they distribute billions of federal dollars over the next decade. They only do a census once every 10 years, Once every 10 years, man. And I feel like this COVID-19 might disrupt that in a lot of ways because people are just going to forget. And so I was like, you know what? But I think if this pulls people together, hopefully the census doesn't get too screwy. I think it'll pull people together enough where we, like I said, like at the end of this, I think there's going to be a lot of positive changes. I think it's possible. I think it's definitely possible. I think, yeah, I think it's a scary time, but like you said, it's a paradigm shift and I hope it's a positive one. I think we can make it one. Yeah. Yeah. Long overdue. <laughs> long, long overdue. Well, hey, man, let's try and touch base later this week. See how you're doing. Absolutely. Yeah, appreciate you chatting with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hell yeah, man. If I can't get up there in person, I'm, I'll definitely, you know, give you a holler when I can. So, mm-hmm. for show. Sure. Stay yeah. strong, dude. You got this. Doing what I can. There you go, man. There you, you go. You too, man. Keep yeah. fighting. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Sounds good. All right. All right. Uh, I guess we'll do an outro. Seizure salad. Fuster Cluck Epilepticus. This is your electrostatic meat sack, Micah B. <laughs> Chilling here with JoJo. That's right. Totally yeah. forgot to introduce ourselves, but that's all totally right. Totally <laughs> forgot to introduce ourselves. We figure those six, seven people that actually listen probably know our names by now. So They should. <laughs> they should. Come on, man. We've gone the tip of your tongue, dude. You think about us all day, don't you? Exactly. <laughs> Something like that. Well, hey, um, We'll talk again soon. I'm sure something interesting will happen. Um, keep in touch. I'll try and keep updates going on and see what's going on out in that outside world there. And, and uh, yeah, maybe see if I can't get any uh, progress done on that there website. You got any ideas on that too? Give a holler, man. Got, yeah, got any, any ideas for the website, how we can help out during this time uh, for people with neurological conditions, people without PTSD, whatever you got. If you just um, need help, like, yeah, let us yeah. know. We're all in this together. You know, we're all kind of going through it. So let's, Community you know, let's support, create man. that dialogue of what can be beneficial. Like, let's, you know, it, regardless if it's just a couple of us, you know, it helps us at least at the very minimum. Exactly. So uh, feel free to uh, just give a shout out on our Facebook page, like us, follow us. Say hi. Yeah, absolutely. Hit us up anytime. Right on. Well, we'll see you soon. Joe, I'll talk to you later this week.
Have a good one, Micah. All right, man. Much love, brother. Love you too. See you. Seizure Salad Fuster Clock Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Micah Ball. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever floats your boat. Just keep listening. Until then, remember that it's all in your head. <laughs>